What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Shane Falco Experience. He did the mash. <laughs> he did the monster mash. It's the our monster mash. Halloween special. It is Halloween night here for us. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Um, a little bit different is actually just me and Brian. Talent. The, the All talent. talent is is in the house. We had a, you know. Kyle and Jason both had to go uh, trick or treating. Kyle had to take Jason dressed up. Yeah, you know, yeah, take him do his thing. Father and Sunday. Yeah, we had, um, you know, also we put up a sign that said, uh, uh, "Just hot dudes only" <laughs> in the man cave in the studio. So, so yeah, we do pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, we did some Browns being the Browns. Uh, we did a little bit of Lake Show stuff and, and the Lakers. What we think on that. And um, me and Brian share some other special things, you know. I got a couple of scary stories I gave Brian. That He's got, yeah, he, they're terrifying. It is Halloween, so we had to give some good stuff. And then Brian's so excited for Christmas, we had to do our countdown Christmas. Oh I my love god. it. Oh my god. You'll find out how many days. <laughs> 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 Mr. Happy over there, dude. Yeah, that's me. Uh, but yeah, as always, please subscribe, rate five stars, leave us a review, and uh, enjoy, guys. I know you're tired, I know you're hurting, and I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. Right on, Shane. Right on, man. Right on! Shotgun, DC right, flip 90, dig, on the center, on the center, ready? What up? Our challenge is over, dude. It is. Yeah, it's done. Our challenge is done, dude. Oh, my Lord. It is done. I'm, dude, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I told you guys this earlier. I had a soda like this afternoon. Obviously, yeah. technically, I didn't make it till midnight tonight or whatever, but I said, fuck, it's close enough. I held out this long. It was phenomenal, bro. That's so good, right? It's it was so, so fucking good. good. The, I had a Dr. Pepper, I had a Sprite, and I had a Coke. I wanted to see how, like, how different oh, how everything different. <laughs> Yeah. What did you like the most after? Oh, Dr. Pepper. I think Dr. Pepper just because I usually love Dr. Pepper, and it was the first one I had. Oh, okay. Like, I couldn't finish that one. I was like, I just want to leave half of it. You know what's interesting is um, for me, Coke is the best. For oh, me, Coke is good. the best. What, Diet Coke or just Coke? Coke. Coke's the best. Oh, I Coke's drink so Diet good. Coke because it's, you know, one-tenth of a calorie or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, but Coke is the best to me, and then after that is Dr. Pepper, then Sprite. Yeah. It depends though, like what I'm doing though. Like sometimes when I'm hungover as fuck, a good sprite like on ice is fire. Oh bro. yeah, yeah. For whatever but sometimes reason, I like the bubbles. Do you remember growing up as as kids? Like the do- I remember my doctor prescribed me Gatorade and Sprite whenever I got sick. Gatorade and Sprite. Uh, sprite is for, for fluids. For, Great uh, Gatorade for fluids, fluids and Sprite the carbonation. For your stomach. Yeah. For your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. The doctor, the guy that went to medical school, <laughs> was like, you know what, you should drink. Is a soda. Yeah, that's like gonna the, make you feel better. Like the lemon lime and like the the carbonation like helps your stomach or whatever. Yeah, I could just fucking drink mm. soda water with you know what I mean with yeah. li- with lemon and lime. Dude, I used to get sick a lot when I was a little kid, and there'd be times where like like for my stomach and stuff, and there'd be times where I would for like two weeks I would have like watermelon and toast. Wait, say that again. Yeah, I'd get watermelon like, and toast. Yeah, it was like the only things I could eat. Wait, how old were you? Mm, this was probably happening a lot when I was like maybe eleven through like. 
13, 14. So for there. maybe a little longer. <laughs> so hold on, are you telling me? I didn't know. I just not. not a, I didn't. I didn't eat a, only that for no, fucking know, four no, years. No, I know. But. I know. No. What I'm saying is, what I'm asking is, from 11 through puberty, through sophomore year high school, <laughs> there were moments where you were like, "Fuck, I can only eat watermelon and toast." Yeah, I'd get the stomach flu a ton. What the? It's why I don't eat a lot of things. I eat not like eggs. Used to fuck. Like I used to like eggs growing up. Like. Give me some eggs with some little, like, some weenies and stuff like that. Yeah, or eggs some and weenies, dude. Yeah, bomb. A little ketchup. staple Latino breakfast. It was fucking bomb with the or tortilla. staple Latino uh, second generation breakfast. Yeah, with the fucking tortilla. That shit was bomb. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, like, I don't know. Like, I started getting the stomach flu and shit a lot. And then, like, it would last for, like, two weeks and I couldn't. My poop would come out, like, red as fuck. Could you even uh, hold weight on you? If you had the, if you had the stomach flu that often, mm, no, like I was pretty, be, I was pretty be, skinny. Yeah, you had to be stick thin. Mm, it's pretty thin. But then I don't know. Then I got to high school and played basketball and worked out and you're fine. Back. I wasn't like stick thin. Like it's not like a thing where I would have it like eight months out of the year. Like it would just you know it would happen maybe twice a year for like two weeks. Oh, you you really did it did ma- you did make it kind of sound like I was like yeah it's uh, it's stomach flu for eight months. No, nah, nah. <laughs> from eleven. Then at thirteen, I had it but for a like, year. But like, like I would get it, like you know, maybe like two, three times a year for like a couple of years. That's still a lot, though. Two to three mm-hmm. times a year, the stomach flu. Yeah, I've had the stomach flu one motherfucking time, and I was so sick I couldn't even watch TV. Really? That's how fucked up I was, dude. I remember I puked everything. Like I, I puked in the on my way to the hospital. I missed a whole fucking week of school i wasn't a fat kid anymore like that's how much yeah i fucking puked up and i was sick and 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 i remember like it like tv as a kid growing up if like i that's all i was doing yeah. like it was that or soccer practice yeah the tv was on no matter what yeah. like if i didn't have the tv on i, I would i would get anxious <laughs> so i was so sick that even me I was like, ah, fuck it. I, 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 I'm, I'm this sick. I, I, I need to turn off this TV. Like, I can't do this. I, I'm getting yeah. sick. I'm getting dizzy. But, dude, it, it was funny as fuck because I used to get it so often, and like, you know, grandmas and like uncles and shit, like Mexicans, we like holy we, water. Yeah, we have like weird like. So one of the remedies they used to think that I had a uh, like a tapeworm, mm-hmm. and like one of their like I don't know whatever, fucking medicinal things was when you're sleeping. If you rub like garlic under your nose and you get a whiff of the garlic, if you shake a lot, that's because tapeworms don't like garlic and they're reacting to the smell. Yeah, that's uh, that's Latino, Dude. all right. Oh yeah, so I guess <laughs> I guess they did it one night when like I didn't know it was coming and like I shaked. It maybe you know could have been just the fact that I was smelling garlic, yeah. so I moved a little bit and they thought I had a tapeworm. So they would feed me, uh, uh, I think it was some kind of like vegetable oil with like a garlic mix and like something else. And like it would give me diarrhea like a motherfucker. And then, wow. but like <laughs> we like ended up going to the doctor, and the doctor was like, "Dude, that's the worst thing you could have been like. Like right now, you need to retain fluids. Like this, that shit might have killed you, dude. Like uh, you don't have dude. a tapeworm, and I'm over here fucking chugging like like vegetable oil with garlic. That's dude. terrible. Flushing your system. Yo, Isn't that? I think that's a fast now, though. Isn't that like a thing now? There was a lemon, cayenne pepper. Oh yeah, water yeah, yeah. And, something else. and honey, but, honey, and honey. But that's straight up oil, son. Like that's like <laughs> straight up 
oil, son. That, yeah. Like that's so high in calories to do that. <laughs> that's keto, dude. You were keto before anybody else was, dog. Dude, Gosh. I just remember, like, I, I don't know why. I just like started thinking about that. I'm like, I just picture like my fucking grandma walking in with like a clove of garlic. Like I'm a fucking vampire. Mijo, just, ven aquí, <gasps> mijo, ven aquí. <laughs> no, not even. I'd be sleeping. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Es que era. Esperamos a que se duerma. Dude, it'd be so funny as fuck. And she was gnarly, but. Uh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, because uh, we were talking about breakfast earlier, and I have to say this because it's on my mind. Uh, my favorite breakfast growing up as a kid, the Latino breakfast, was bolillo, uh, chorizo con huevo, beans, refried beans, rice, crema, queso, and then in a bolillo with a Mexican Coke, <sighs> with jalapenos. Yeah, I've never been able to drink soda in the morning unless like it's with that dish. Yeah. I won't drink soda in the morning if if it's with fucking anything else. If it's just like if you just give me like ham and eggs, yeah, or like eggs and bacon and hash brown, I still won't be able to do it. I'll have to drink like a fucking water, water or, or something, or milk or something. Yeah, dude, I used to do that too. But I just do I used to do the uh, chorizo con huevo and just refried beans. That shit was bomb, oh, yeah, dude. I gotta I could I could smash like three or four of those motherfuckers like whole. And oh, I still like to eat, like when you get the warm bolillo, the fresh one. You, you rip it open and yeah, you fucking dude. tear it open and you rip out that meat Ooh. and dip it in the refried beans with a little bit of crema. Mm, dude, fuego. Let's fucking go. I'm not hey. even Mexican in that shit. Yo, white people, white people don't know about that shit though, dude. Oh, fuck yeah, man. They Hell don't. No. They've been stout. There's a place called uh, El Pollo Fino over down on uh, Chapman. It doesn't even fucking matter what street. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'll tell you after. Don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you after. But it's a place called El Pollo Fino. That's where I get it still to this day. I'm getting that Fuego shit. As fuck. You know what I'm going to also It's like a breakfast get? torta. You know, oh, since this challenge is over, do you know what else I'm going to get this weekend? I planned it out. Del I'm Taco. Get, oh, I'm getting Del Taco tonight at midnight. But I'm getting um, two double cheeseburgers from Pepe's and a large order of fries. Damn. This weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty dude. excited about it. I'm pretty excited I want In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A. Those are the fucking things like, oh, I want for sure. Too. I want In-N-Out and Chick-fil-A, dude. But, yeah, it's fucking over. I mean, it's Halloween today, dude. <laughs> Ooh, it's fucking Halloween today. It's our last fucking. Day. We had to do what? It's Wednesday, so we had to do this a day earlier or whatever. But yeah, schedule shit changes um, shifts. Dude, before Halloween ends, we got a half hour. I want to ask you some fucking. If you have any scary stories, dude. It was a monster mash. Oh, so I'll tell <laughs> the you. Monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. So I'll tell you <laughs> two things. So so I I can just I just I'm not into. I've never seen a ghost. I've never interacted with any any of that. Thank God. <laughs> um. Just in case that shit is real, you never know. People claim, like people claim it's real. Like people tell me they've had experiences, you being <laughs> included. There's a, a house I will not spend the night at because I truly believe it is haunted. I truly believe that. Is it like a friend's house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Liam's. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. is it Liam or Liam's yeah. parents' house or whatever? Yeah, Liam's parents' house. Mm-hmm. I t- I haven't spent the night there um, since I was like 16. I refuse to. <laughs> I've heard too many stories. I'd rather walk home. It doesn't matter. So, so okay. So I'll tell you the scariest situation. So, I watched The Exorcism of Emily Rose. <laughs> right. She bent backwards and shit. Yeah. Okay. So, I was watching The Exorcism of Emily Rose in college with a couple friends. We were all hanging out at our buddy's place, and we decided to get really high and eat Cheez Its. And watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose. <laughs> we were on like this kicker where we're just like, gonna watch scary movies. It's October. You're in the mood, right? That's just like yeah. kind of the kind of the feeling. And we had watched The Strangers prior. Remember that? The Strangers yeah, yeah, that yeah. break in your house and kill you and shit. So we were like, "That's fucked up. Let's watch 
let's watch something scary. Right? Yeah. So we put on the exorcism of Emily Rose. Keep in mind, there's like seven of us, right? Um, as the movie's like progressing and it's getting <laughs> fucking more and more frightening, I cannot look away. My mind is spinning a thousand miles per hour. I'm just like, what the fuck? This bitch was possessed. This is fucking crazy. This is crazy. I'm looking at everybody else. Everybody else is doing the same thing I'm fucking doing. And I say, listen, I'm not fucking going anywhere. I'm spending the night here. And then everybody was like, yeah, we're not leaving. So we all (laughs) collectively got together, slept in one room. Word. Hey, strength in numbers, dude. Strength in numbers. You never know when you got to fight the fucking devil. So we all collectively (laughs) get together after the movie. Keep in mind, I'm like, yo. This is I'm 19. I'm like, yo, this is so fucked up. This is a, this, and I was a Catholic school my whole life, so I was yeah. like, oh my god, this is fucked. And so in the movie, The Witching Hour is 315, 316. Yeah. I forget which one. Uh, and so th- the fucking uh, Emily Rose and the priest in that movie keep waking up at around that time. And so I think eventually, it's just three o'clock, three o'clock or whatever mm-hmm. fucking time yeah. was. Doesn't matter. So so we all get together, sleep on the floor, sleep on the bed, whatever the fuck, and um. I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, what the fuck? Still fucking frightened. Also still very high. Probably. Yeah. And uh, felt like it. And um, I looked at the clock and it said like 3.15. It said 3.15. Yeah. So I don't know if it was 3.16 is the witching hour or if yeah. it's 3 o'clock. But it said 3.15 and I fucking had a panic attack. And I look around and it's just like all of everybody else is dead asleep and i'm like i'm the fucking one you're gonna pick out of all these fucking bozos these jabronis i'm the one that's about to get possessed this is fucked up dude i'm the funny one if anything (laughs) possess the fucking dumb one you know possess the dick and uh and everybody's like snoring and sleeping and i'm freaking the fuck out and i'm like all right it's fine just go to bed just go to bed just go to bed and i tossed and turned uh, eventually going to bed and it was that was to me that was the most frightening moment I was like Jesus god damn <laughs> fucking Christ this is terrifying it was so terrifying <laughs> I was just so terrified so terrified dude I mean that's kind of scary I would yeah, like after shit like that like that shit gets in your mind especially when you're high gets in your mind it gets in your mind like dude. the number 23 dude mm-hmm. oh yeah with the uh, Jim Carrey right? yeah that movie wasn't even scary dude but still kind of crazy it's creepy as yeah Fuck. Um, oh, no, I could top that all day. I know you could. <laughs> I could top that all day. I mean, I won't. I mean, I can give you like one of them. I won't give you like my scariest ones. Don't, because I'm trying um, to sleep. But I can give you some other ones. Like, and like, there's, okay, like, here's one. Like, I used to wake up. Uh, there's a reason why, like, now I don't, I won't ever have, um, like, closets with, like, mirror doors. Yeah. I won't do it anymore. I'll never, I'll never do it, but. I used to have like a bed. It was like up against the wall. And imagine if I'm laying at the head of the bed. To the left was the window. To yeah. the right was the closet, and they were closet mirror doors. Yeah. And um, I was going up. Uh, this was the second house that I lived in growing up. We actually used the house we lived in. The first one we bought the house next door. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the lady who owned it, they've been owned. They've owned it since I don't know. They, they, it was like 1920s or something like that. But her and her husband both died in that house or whatever the there fuck. There you go. Boom. Bingo, <laughs> bango, boombo. Um, but yeah, I mean, like we used to hear like pe- like steps like walking in the kitchen and like that, shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, people like we had an attic and uh, but we closed. Second mistake. Well, no, but it wasn't really <laughs> an attic, but like it was like 
but there was two ways into it. There was like a way on the outside, which when we bought the house, we sealed it up, and uh, like that that door was closed. The only way in was like in this little like uh op- like s- opening in like my parents' closet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to hear people walking around up top. Like you would hear steps. But obviously, yeah. there's no other way in there unless you're. Of course, yeah. Unless it's my dad, and my dad, I can hear my dad snoring, so he doesn't hear shit. But anyways, go back to the story. So, like, I'm trying to give you, like, the setup. So, I'm, I'm laying in bed, and I had to the point where, like, I had a street light, just, like, not right outside my window, because we had, like, our backyard, and then, like, the fence and stuff like that. But enough Jesus, where, like... Jesus, goddamn, cra- it's already the scariest environment you could be <laughs> in as a so, kid. Um, so, like, it was enough where, like... Like okay, so like imagine yeah. To the right is the is the closet door. There's probably maybe between my bed and that closet door. It wasn't a big room. It was maybe three feet at most, something yeah. like that. But if I if I was laying on my right side, I'm facing that window, and in the window I can see, or in the in the mirror I can see my window, the reflection of the window and the light yeah. coming in. And the way the light comes in, like once the bed, like where I'm laying and where the bed hits, it's just dark. Yeah. You know, so I'm laying in fucking bed one time, and like I don't know, I just wake up. And like I go, I go to the bathroom, and like coming back just felt weird. It felt like just like, like I came in my room and I like did one of those where like fuck, like I felt like something was behind me. Yeah. So like I did, I closed the door really fast and like I jumped in bed. And I'm thinking like fuck, what the fuck? I'm like whatever, it's just fucking my mind or whatever, just playing games. So I'm fucking laying there, and as I'm laying there, obviously I'm facing to the window, and or to the to the to the closet door, which is the mirror, and like I'm trying to close my eyes, but I can't fall asleep. I can't fall asleep. And I just open my eyes and I'm like staring at myself in the mirror, but it's just dark, so it's just a shadow. And out of nowhere, I feel like this, like it's not coldness, but like there was something there. Yeah. And then like from there, right in front of me, like a like a sh- like a shadow, like almost not like a full head shape, but it was round enough where it felt like a head, like was like coming up. Oh my lord! But I can't, I can't, there, like I can't see what it is. I can't see anything. I mean, at this point, I th- I feel like it's. It's this, Brian, you're looking, I'm holding my hand maybe, what, a foot away from my face. And I can tell there's something there because it's, like, I can't see the mirror through it. Wow. I can't see the mirror through it. Oh, my Lord. So I'm just sitting there, and I can't, I can't, and it raises, and it gets maybe to where, like, if you were shoulders, like, that's where shoulders would be. Yeah. And it gets to that level, and I can't move. I'm like, I'm frozen, bro. I'm terrified. I'm just waiting for fucking red eyes to open. Oh, shit. Hold on. (laughs) They don't. They don't. And take a shit and and shit yourself? I know. At some point, I, like, it felt like, like, five minutes, but it must have maybe only been 30 seconds. I somehow get my hand and I wipe at it, and as I wipe through it, I can it like it like it like dissipates and like goes away, and I was fucking terrified. Maybe like twenty minutes later, I, you hear footsteps again in the attic and shit. But like it was that's not even my scariest story. But that's I don't like, want to hear scariest. That was enough for me. <laughs> By the way, fifty five days till Christmas. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, dude, I know, right? Let's bring that up. <laughs> dude, what is it with like tomorrow? I'm gonna walk into like Walmart, and it's just gonna be nothing but Christmas music. You know, at the Grove in Hollywood, they you, uh, are they already. Did you s- like that story though? Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> what do you think I changed the subject so quickly? Terrifying. <laughs> um, uh, at the Grove, oh DJ Durkin fired mm-hmm. as Maryland head coach after uh, being reinstated the day before. Yeah, that's so the right ridiculous. Move. Yeah, it's the right move. Yeah, clearly. Um, at the Grove, you know mm-hmm. the Grove, right? Yeah. The outside Hollywood Mall where all yeah, the celebrities yeah, yeah. hang on ship. Um, they're already setting up the the Christmas tree, Christmas tree, Nutcracker's house. Here's here's my whole thing. I need to know. First, I'd like to hear why you're like already setting up for Christmas. What's your gripe with it? 
Bec- I mean, I like Christmas, but it's like it's the only one we. In essence, it's like we do two months of it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need it that long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's just like I come to Christmas, I get to get more gifts for people, and like it comes and goes real fast, and I get like two months of it, and it's just like. It's just an excuse for people to like absurdly decorate their house for way too long because you got to do it after Christmas and you don't need, you got to you got to get your lights down within like the week after New Year's. So in essence, they get like November 1st to like January 7th, bro, to keep this yeah, shit up like three months. That's a long time. This is all I have to say. Right. This is all I have to say. What I hear from people who, who say already with the fucking Christmas, it's not even Thanksgiving. This is yeah. all I'm hearing in my mind is like. Yo, so you're telling me you don't like happiness? You know what I mean? Like it's No, I love it. It's the happiest time in it's literally a day where you get presents for no fucking reason at all. That's what we're counting down to November 1st and everybody's like, "Fuck this. This is dumb. We should start the fucking the Friday after Thanksgiving. That's when we should start counting." It's like, "Who gives a shit?" Dude, but okay, have you ever had that friend that's just too happy all the time. And sometimes you're like, dude, just be miserable like a little bit. Let me be like, have you ever been pissed off and you just have that one positive friend that's just overly positive way too fucking often and you're like kind of annoys you? I it's, think I'm the overly positive guy. Well, fuck. Okay. Well, that's why you probably never noticed that. But I'm telling you, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas is just like, like the world is like, hey. Okay. First of all, I'm having a shitty day. I've heard fucking Jingle Bells 600 times. Mariah Camry is going to play. A, mi- I love a million song. times. I fucking love it. No. No. I've heard it. I'm 29. I've heard that thing six million fucking times, and I'm over it. Keep in mind that you heard the world is happy, and it's annoying, right? Like, the world is happy, and people are like, this is fucking bullshit. It makes no sense to me. For three months, out of 12 months, people are like, All right. and it's not even everybody. It's just a couple jabronis here and there. You know what I mean? Then, then you have the people after Thanksgiving, which is acceptable. You know, 25 days till Christmas, that's when the real countdown begins. But it's a good time. Now it's officially the holiday seasons. It's a fun time. We get to wear sweaters and... Ugly sweater parties. Ugly sweater look, okay, parties. Okay, here's the thing. I, I like Christmas. I enjoy Christmas. Yeah. I th- honestly, honestly, I think what it is is because I know at work, I'm going to get the same 10 fucking songs from here till January. Oh, yeah. that's, that's And it's like here in the same playlist, dude. I'm just going to sit you in a room and put the same 10 songs for three months. Tell me how you feel after. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They, I think that's torture. I think literally like mm-hmm. there's you know what I'm saying? torture. But let me ask them, what's your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas song? Yeah, let's do the um, Christmas episode right now. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably White Christmas. Which one is that? How does that one go? Dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like that Oh, yeah. Okay, so I got two. Mine that is. One. Mine yeah. is. Uh, I'll do my first one if you guys want. Mine is. Frosted window panes. Wow, I am so terrible at singing. <laughs> <clears throat> Hold on. Frosted window panes. I don't even know if that's the right word. Don't Merry Christmas. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, fuck. Do you know what song I'm talking about? No. Uh, frosted window panes. And then uh, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold yeah, outside. Yeah, baby, it's cold. And That's then, a good song, yeah. And then, uh, damn, I guess I'm doing a top four. And then All I Want for Christmas is You. What? No, I don't like that song. There's another song. It's not White Christmas. There's another one. Both of these Michael Bublé does a version of. Oh, yeah, that dude can fucking kill it. Yeah, huh? dude, that dude kills the Christmas girls. Um... Yeah, I like White Christmas a lot. There's another one, dude. 
Oh, oh, Silent Night. I like Silent Night a lot. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I know Silent Night. I don't mind Little Drummer Boy, but I like the I like the Jackson Five Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> that one's really good. And it's then, a little more poppy. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, it's a little more soulful, a little more poppy. And then uh, I love uh, Paul McCartney's. Uh, We're simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, I just love that synth. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the word is out. I mean, the spirits uh, up. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I I I legitimately enjoy Christmas because it's cool. Skate, get hearing all my family and stuff. And all yeah, it's, a, stuff. It's, it's and it's fun. It's literally it fun. Disneyland. Yeah, you see what I'm cool. saying? I love it's Disneyland. It's literally the happiest time on earth, and it's just so strange to me that there's people who are just like, ugh, ugh, countdown to the happiest time. No, I think in it's the just world. like it's like, dude, you know, like. I want to enjoy Christmas my way. I don't have to want to be forced to enjoy it. How? No, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but but to be fair, no one's forcing you. It's just like they're doing it. Like, and also, but it, are it, they like, not forcing con- me? Consumerism is a thing, right? I get yeah. that. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. You know, I get why fucking the Grove is setting up Christmas because consumerism exists. And it's, ex- it's existed since you know the fucking Sears catalog was created in the eight in the late you know 1800s. But it's still a fantastic fucking time. You know, to sip on eggnog. Like I remember when I was a kid, it was it was literally the happiest time. And then when you get older, you know, <laughs> presents become a thing. You're like, I gotta get a good fucking gift for this bitch. Like, dude, I gotta get a good fucking gift for this. I know, dude. All the shit you gotta buy, dude. Okay, speaking of consumerism, if I owned a mall, I would set up a, like a kiosk where you can rent out like like those headphones that play different music for people that want to hear that music. That's not bad. For like, that doesn't sound like a terrible idea. For like five bucks. You see, gotta, now I think you're upselling. Uh, I don't know. Okay, two bucks. Let's go with two dollars. You just got to leave your keys there, so that way you can't take the headphones. No, this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible business idea. This is thing. So there's people <laughs> walking around the mall with headphones, just with headphones, listening to what? Anything, whatever, anything else. You know, they could just do that on their own, and they don't have to pay you. Yeah, but people are lazy. Right, but I would argue that it takes more work to go up to you, deal with you, purchase from you, like as a consumer. Yeah, but somebody's exchange. not gonna. Somebody's got to bring their headphones, and you know, how times people are like, "Oh, if they have expensive headphones, they don't want to lose them. Keep them at home." Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is you, a terrible dude. I've idea. seen I've seen worse things sell. Like what? Well, I can't think of anything right now. Yo, you wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen worse things sell. Like what? I can't think of anything off the top know, of dude. my head. But trust me, I don't know it's the not fucking those old like those the, all the fucking the, the little bands the live strong bullshit things. Yeah, but that was there was cancer behind that. No, but the, like there used to be the people that would like sell it and be like, yeah, this like keeps you balanced and all, and those, that was those little crock of shit. Yeah, but that was that. Remember that weird phase? I remember in high school, just no one knew knew how to lose weight. Like no one, knew. no one, no one. Knew. And if you wore one of those bands, you're gonna lose weight. It was so strange to to I was like how how does somebody who's fat cuz I you know I was fat so I wanted to know how to lose weight and I played soccer but it, and like it didn't never it never like calories in versus calories out everybody was like that's bullshit that's not true you got to eat broccoli and chicken and all this shit and I was like that fucking sucks man and then it turns out it is calories in calories out and then it turns out that lifting's like very important and it's not just cardio it is like turn into this whole thing but i remember just like being on the elliptical like working my ass <laughs> off for an hour for like an yeah. hour and then going home and fucking eating like shit and then wondering like why am i not losing any weight hey nutritional science has definitely upped its its game but that's that's what i'm saying is it like 
it like those mo- like no one knew what the fuck was going on. So then that one, I mean, I know what you're talking about. Baseball players loved wearing that shit, mm-hmm. like the balance shit. I remember they would do tests, like like all right. So I put it on, try to move my hand. Can't move it, right? All of a sudden, I can't move you, right? Now take it off. They just fucking shove you with all their strength. And be like, what the fuck? Whoa, yeah. I need this. Yeah, no, it was yeah the, it'll like, be uh, fifty dollars mm-hmm. purchase for one. We can give you two for a hundred. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll give you two for ninety nine. <laughs> what save a deal! You, save you a buck. Oh, dude. what a deal! If you get four, you save two dollars. Yeah. Oh well, shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I like Christmas. It is what it is. I love Thanksgiving. Fuck, it is what it is. I just don't need three months of it. Do you see? Still, still, I've explained to you that these three months are all about pure joy. And ha- you, like I said earlier, you get gifts for no reason. No, I get gifts for a reason. I get it for. Because the reason is called Christmas. Oh, so you're getting presents. You're still getting because it's presents. Christmas, right? Okay, so you don't want you don't want presents. No, I do, but I want them like. Mm, you only get I, them that one day. No, like if it'd be one day where like oh it's all happiness and then. And it goes it, back to shit. No, 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 no. Like if I'm getting presents like March twenty eighth. Holy shit, I'm pumped on that because I'm not expecting presents. I say everybody Fuck gives that. you presents on every present. It's that's why that's why you get them. Hold but on. if it's so happy and nobody gets you presents, are you gonna be upset? Yeah, because it's fucking Christmas, dude. Why? It's all about it's happiness, not about the presents. It's wait. That's what I said. I'm gonna be happy if no one. I don't need presents to be. No, happy I just Christmas. asked. I said if you don't get presents, are you gonna be upset? And you said yeah. Oh, that's I heard. Christmas. Are you gonna be happy? See, I'm the positive guy. <laughs> no, I heard. That. I swear to God, I heard. Are you gonna be happy? And I was gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I be happy? It's fucking Christmas. It. I, I just you know, there's lights everywhere. People are happy. People, fucking parents are working their ass off. Shout out to William McCovey. Rest in peace. Rip. P- parents are working their ass off, getting second jobs just to fucking get their kids this fucking shit that's going to make them really happy or, or, you know, get them a gift for this or give them piano <laughs> lessons for this. It's this beautiful, magical time. And it's about gift giving. And this, I- this idea that Santa Claus exists is, wait, w- at what age did you realize Santa Claus didn't exist? What do you mean he doesn't exist? Oh, shit. I mean, never mind. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't remember the exact age or moment. Oh, dude. I remember. How do you remember this? Oh, actually, nope. I do remember. I do See? remember. I walked downstairs to get water. My dad was writing Santa from Santa on gifts. They weren't even fully wrapped. They were just like the paper was wrapped around it. Oh, shit. It just said from Santa. And they were like, from Santa Claus, this Santa Claus. And I was like, I saw dad wrap these and write Santa. I know what his writing looks like. So I don't know. I was probably like six, same age. So I I told my mom I wanted to wait. I wanted to stay up for Santa. And she was like, "Yeah, you're more you for, for sure do that." I fell asleep right, and then uh, get woken up at midnight because you know Latinos we fucking open our presents at midnight. And so my mom was like, "All right," and she was like, "Okay, Santa Claus está aquí. Okay, pero no puede decir you cannot go." Into the living room where he is, okay? <laughs> and I was like, but why? Let me meet Santa, please. And uh, my cousin was there, and she was like nine, right? Still, she was a little late. But I have a feeling, like in hindsight, she knew the whole time. She knew. Yeah. She, she was like, she was skeptical from the beginning. Because she was like, she, she said, I want to meet Santa. And then my mom was like, no puedes, you can. <laughs> and then like they go into the room. And then my mom was so beautiful and trusting. She was like, okay, stay here. Don't go nowhere. And so then uh, 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 I jump on the bed 
because that's what my mom told me or else Santa Claus was going to disappear. Those were the exact words. <laughs> si, vas para, si vas para la sala, if you go to the living room and you look at Santa, he's going to disappear. So then I'm, I'm chilling in the living I'm chilling on, on my bed, right? And then my cousin, she's moving to the doorway. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's going to disappear. Don't. Yeah. And she's like, there's no Santa. He's not there. And I was like, that's because you looked and he disappeared. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, no, you stupid. There's no Santa. Come here. Look. <laughs> and then I just saw like my parents and my family just like dealing with presents. And I was like, what is happening? Mind blown. Dude, yeah. you know who fucking wishes Santa or Christmas came now? Because hmm. they need some positive. Speaking of who needs positivity in their fucking lives, Browns fans, bro. Oh yeah, I know they're struggling, man. They're fucking. Dude. What do you think about all this? Like, I think I said. I, I think I might. Did we, I think we said this? Like, I want to say maybe fifteen episodes ago. We we're talking about the Browns. Hugh Jackson's definitely on the hot seat if he doesn't get off to like a good start. Yeah, he gone. And I think just the. I just think like. The front office, like, was just looking, like, obviously they, 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 they didn't bring in Hughes, so they were just looking for an excuse to get him out. And then this whole thing with, uh, uh, what's our offensive coordinator's name? Um, Haley. Todd Haley. Yeah, Todd used Haley. Yeah, yeah, it used to be. They, like, both of them were just going at it. They were just like, fuck From it. The, we, don't need yeah. this, we don't need this bullshit. Especially when you're trying to develop a quarterback. I think it's it sucks for the Browns now, but I think it's the best thing they could have done long term. I think, you know, um, so you like to move. You're I do move? like to move. I, okay. I love Hugh Jackson. I just don't think he's head coach material. I agree that he's not head coach material, and it's very clear in Hard Knocks when you mm-hmm. see him. What's that word like, big boy? Um, uh, big time when he big time Todd Haley in the room when he big yeah. times Greg Williams in the room, and uh, his last thing he says is, "Well, it's my team, and I'm gonna run it my way." Or whatever. Yeah. The, I'm paraphrasing, and and you just like kind of cringe. He's like cringy. Yeah, the discord between. That coaching staff is unreal. It's you can see it. Yeah, and I don't. You know, it's and it's strange to me an environment where Greg Williams is the most liked coach in the room. <laughs> like, yo, YouTube Greg Williams rants. If you're uh, ever curious to how he is in a room, the personal fouls for targeting might go up real soon in the Browns. The passion behind that guy. I personally think. I think. I think. I just don't understand. So John Dorsey's the general manager, and mm-hmm. he didn't hire him. So I don't understand. Before the season, they won one game in two seasons. Yeah. Right. So why not just do it now or why, earlier? Why did not do it at the at the end of last season? John Dorsey was hired on. Why not get rid of him unless fucking um, uh, De Podesta wanted to keep him on, or Haslam, the owner Haslam, wanted to keep him on? It just didn't make sense. It didn't. It didn't make sense to. To do it now, it has to be. It has to be a really toxic environment. Uh, I think the the only thing that might have, like, dissuaded him from like not firing him at the start is one. Is think about like quarterbacks. Those guys go through quarterbacks like it's going out of style. But like another, I mean, I could take the Raiders for example. We've had how many head coaches over the last, and it, like at some point you need to have some kind of structure. Sure. So you, you as the owner, even as Dorsey, you might start to believe. Okay. Our teams were awful, but we were in rebuild mode. Uh, we never really had a good team to compete with. But maybe there's at least a structure, some fundamental idea of what this team is what, trying to be. So now if we build players, we give them the chance, we build players to go around it, we should be moving up. And the fact that they've only won two games or whatever, I mean, they've been competitive, but... Super competitive. They tied against Pittsburgh, who looks like a serious threat, or who looks like a contender to win Yeah, but then they, got, they, just, they just played Pittsburgh this last weekend and got blown out. Yeah, but... 
I will say, I mean, Pittsburgh defense is now getting to the quarterback at a lot more alarming rate than it had week one, right? Obviously, week yeah. one victory is different than week seven victory. Um, the Saints are for real. They took the Saints to, I don't, I want to say overtime, or or like it was a field. It was three points. Yeah, you know, um, I, I forget who else, who else, who else they played. Let me go to the. Let me go. Let me go to the glasses. Who the Browns? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to see. Um, damn, who did they play? The Raiders, obviously. And the Raiders, and the Raiders, mm-hmm. that was a close game. Yeah. See, I think what it is is I think the front office and the ownership knows that Baker Mayfield is the future. Yeah, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. He look, you can tell from the get go that 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 kid that kid's good. He he should be the starter. But at the same time, when you have the offensive coordinator and the head coach both trying to coach different ways on how they want him to play, it's not good for his development. This is all I want. And now it sets up where where even Baker maybe is starting to do too much and it puts him in a situation where he could get hurt. This is well yeah, there was a couple I mean cuz Pittsburgh's getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. A couple things I want to say. This is this is the most Browns thing you could fucking do is hire is, is fire your offensive coordinator and, and your, your head, head coach. coach. It's yeah. not like there's teams that fire their coaches in the middle of the season. That's happened before and I think that's a fucking terrible decision to do that. I support the Hugh Jackson firing. I just I wish it happened at the beginning or at the end yeah. of this next season. But to fire your offensive coordinator on top of that, and now keep in mind you have a rookie quarterback who uh, shows potential and promise, like we were just saying, but you get rid of all the offensive leaders like on your staff, and then you make the interim head coach the fucking defensive the defensive coordinator who obviously should be because of you know yeah. he had he has been a head coach on some level, yeah. but it's just like in the hierarchy. Even even John Dorsey's fucking up. And John Dorsey's good at his job. Yeah. John Dorsey's a good GM. Yeah, you know I don't know I, what this D Podesta dude is all about. I mean, he, he, you know he was a president. He was a he worked. You know he was an analytics guy for the A's, their president. But or uh, D Podesta is the Browns president now. Yeah. But you know it's it's I don't know. It's interesting and it's weird. It's the Browns being the Browns. Yeah, their the o- the their o- offensive coordinator I think has never been better than more than a QB coach now. Like it's yeah. yeah, that's so talk about the that, that, yeah that that playbook is, is gonna get dumbed down real quick because you watch the games and and you go these guys are like they lost the New Orleans looks like the, New Orleans is a super super yeah. contender oh yeah now yeah of course football is the game of inches where you know parity is it, it, the league is parity like one year a team can go from last to first look at the Eagles yeah Eagles won a Super Bowl. Last year, the year before, they were in last place in the yeah. NFC East. So it's a, it's a it's a weird fucking league where everybody's millimeters away from each other, and I think I think John Dorsey, you know, I think this is on Dorsey, I think this is on De Podesta, and I think this is on Haslam more than it is on Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley. I think they I think I think they wanted to get rid of him at the at the start, but they just there's so so much hype on the team, so much positive towards like what this they expected out of this year. It, it kind of put them in a tough spot. As far, from the fans, and I think at this point they just decided, like, fuck it, let's just bite the bullet, do it now, get it over with. At least everyone knows where. Like, I think at this far, as far as expectations for what the Browns are this year, are not. We were we 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 were thinking what eight and eight they could win. I was eight thinking games. they're going to win seven games. Yeah, yeah eight seven games. or eight games. Yeah. I, I don't see them. The talent they have, they got. They, the dudes. I think they win maybe three more games. I don't maybe. think they win another. One. I've looked at their schedule. They, yeah. Look at their schedule. It's 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 uh, it's I'll, pretty tough. I'll, um, I'll see if I, I can mean, pull I can it look up. It up right now. Um, um, but as far as yeah. I, I think you're a hundred percent spot on. I think the the fault lies on the front office. 
why has to endorse you. Why not just fire Todd Haley? Or Todd Haley? Just just get rid of Todd Haley. Uh, let Hugh Jackson just do his thing. At least have an offensive-minded guy deal with Baker yeah. daily. But I think I read – I forgot where I saw this, but one thing that really pissed off the front office is that there was leaks from somewhere in the organization uh, a, a, like saying negative things about Todd Haley. And it turns out that those leaks were Hugh Jackson. He was trying to force the hand. I know that he was trying. To he get was him trying fired. to force the hand yeah. to get him fired. Which you and can't the, do. It. And the front office is like, nah, you're not going to play this stupid game with us. You're both gone. Well, that's the Hugh, that, like because Hugh Jackson can't like you look at Hugh Jackson in the room and hard knocks. Like that's exactly Hugh Jackson yeah. on brand is mm-hmm. to do something like that. Uh, of. So so maybe maybe. They were already looking at maybe getting rid of Haley, and then Hugh Jackson doing something like that. They were maybe they were probably a, a little bit unsure at the start of the year, and now with something like this, it forces their hand. Like, what do you do? Do you let? So in essence, do you let somebody do that? And now it's okay. Hugh Jackson runs his team because he can force that, or is yeah. it no? It's just too. It was too it, toxic. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that that doesn't. They have to look at it at the end of the, at the end game there, and that's to develop Baker Mayfield into. The quarterback that they expect him to be a franchise quarterback and, and something toxic like, like this, be. I know I think he can be something toxic like this is just doesn't help his development. It's just bad. So they had to bite the bullet and just go on to it. Yeah, um, I mean the front office really screwed the pooch on this one. John Dorsey, John Dorsey is so good at his job. I think, you know, he drafted Kareem Hunt, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, you know, Tyree Kill. <laughs> guys got yeah, yeah. He, dra- he drafted the Chiefs. Who they are right now? That's courtesy of John Dorsey. That's right. You know? I forgot Dorsey was on the Chiefs before. Yeah. Can we get the schedule to the to, oh, the, to, the, Browns? to the Browns? Yeah. I'm curious as to. Oh, by the way, uh, my uh, my musty is Michigan versus Penn State this weekend. Yeah. Hold on, I'll look. Let me pull. Is this it Michigan can beat Penn State and beat okay, Ohio State? So the next couple games they go: Chiefs, Falcons, Bengals, Texans. All, right. All four of those I think are L's. So the only game that I see them potentially could possibly winning is the Falcons, but they mm-hmm. got to score a lot of points. They got to score, score. And then they go Panthers, Broncos, Bengals again, Ravens. All else. See, mm-hmm. I looked at the schedule. I only think they can win one more game mm-hmm. or zero games. Yeah, I think I was going to say they're the Falcons top, too. They're, they're I think. top five pick again. Give me a top five pick. And what do you go offensively? Uh, or defensively? I mean, no. I think I think if you can if you can get some Corners. interior line play because they don't have any fucking offensive line. Yeah. If you can get an offensive line, that that's that's your first move because they're deep. Well, they didn't they lose their their uh, their center? Oh, and, uh, oh um, I don't know if they lost their center. They did lose Joe Thomas. I think it was their center. No, Joe Thomas is their left tackle. Was he left tackle? I thought it was their yeah. center. Never missed a start. Yeah. Um, they need some they need some help on the on the O line. Defensively, they're really good. Uh, and off like they have talent, they're just poorly coached. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see who they get to. Uh, Come back and coach. I mean, there, there's the rumor mills, or they might get what's his name uh, from Oklahoma, um, Riley or whatever. Maybe you can get what's his name from Michigan, Harbaugh. That's that'd be, interesting. That'd be interesting. I, you know, the only way I think, because I mean, this is Harbaugh's best year, because because they've only lost to one team. That's Notre Dame, and that's the fourth ranked team in the nation. Yeah, and Michigan's five. Yeah, you know, um, I think Harbaugh four years in finally has his team. These yeah. are the guys. These yeah. are his guys, and he doesn't even have a fucking quarterback. True. Um, yeah, but everybody, you, dude, you know Harbaugh's always wanted to come back to the NFL. He eventually, I mean, the Niners shaded him, dude. That Niners thing, that, that broke my fucking. I know, they, dude, they heart. they did him dirty. They did him dirty. Um, but yeah, we'll see who they get to replace that. I mean, that, that's. 
I don't think, like I said, I, I think they just play it out now. They go with uh, William, Greg Williams as their interim coach, and then they play this out at the, be, in the offseason. I'm curious so. to see how, how they they play, um, what their offense is going to look like. It's probably going to be this. I don't know. I, I mean, the play calling is going to be, who the fuck knows, man. That that could be, I mean, for sure they're not, I don't you know, one to zero games. Um, yeah. But there's a bunch of good games coming up. So you got the Packers, um, Packers, Patriots. On Sunday night, mm-hmm. that'll be a fun game. Hey, we got a Raiders Niners. Raiders tomorrow. Niners tomorrow. <laughs> I'm recording that, and then we have a really fun game: Saints Rams. Okay, so if the Rams win this game, right? I'm gonna pop up the Rams schedule right now. If the Rams win this game, there's only the the other game against the Chiefs. I think that's Week 11, where I could see them losing. Right, yeah. So eleven nineteen is when they play the Chiefs. That's the only other game where I can see them potentially losing. And I think if they, I think they can, I think that that'll be. That's it. Yeah, because they play they play the Saints, then the Seahawks. That's a dub. Then they play the Chiefs. That could be an L. Detroit tough game, but that's a dub. Chicago tough game. That's a dub. Eagles t- tough game. That's a dub. Uh, Cardinals easy dub. Uh, Niners loss. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like they can go undefeated. Niners <laughs> lost. Uh, but the I, Niners I, finally figured out week sixteen. Yeah, finally we get Jimmy G back. Um, oh my god! I think I think I think the Rams can legitimately go undefeated if they. Beat. I think if you do, if you're the Rams, though, do you want to go undefeated? I think you do. This is I I'm I don't agree with the football methodology of resting guys because if you're in the situation where you're going to go undefeated then you're getting a bye week anyways so yeah. you're getting that week off no to matter rest. what so why are you gonna why are you gonna take you gonna take two weeks off isn't that too much time no i think that's I, too I'm, much time. i'm not even saying in regards to like resting dudes i mean just that whole mindset of now there's the possibility of finally being an undefeated team that wins the super bowl that goes the whole way like maybe with the Patriots and you just fall short like it adds just added more pressure once you get that first loss and just get that loss out of the way you get that sour taste of what it is to lose and it kind of refocuses you but if sure. you go if you go into the playoffs you go 16 and 0 you've been smashing teams you're one of the best offenses in the league best defenses it just put, especially now with Fowler Depend. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what what Dexter Fowler they're gonna get. But well, he's gonna be um, fine because they're gonna be double team. They're still double teaming Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Donald. But so. that dude's a little bit of head case. So we'll see. Yeah, no, he is. But. Yeah, but now you have that. Like I said, if you just get that one loss, get it in. You know, there. You got to remember these guys in the NFL. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of egos to manage, and the ego of knowing that you're 16 and 0 makes it a lot of guys feel like, eh, like. We're going to win no matter – like you can get down real quick and just have that, ah, we're going to win. And then there's a little bit of lackluster effort. Well, you see it in the NBA where guys go up 20, 25 points, and now they're making stupid little plays. Next thing you know, boom, boom, boom. It happened to the Lakers tonight. Weird, dumb plays, and you're the, the other team's back in the game. I would normally agree with you with, with everything. I agree with everything that you're saying. But remember the top girly play at the end of their fucking game? Yeah, where he – he didn't run it in for a touchdown. He had 38 fantasy points, by the way. He mm-hmm. could have fucking kept going. Yeah. And he just, you know, took a knee, fell to the ground, got touched so they can run out the clock because they were only up fucking two. And Aaron Rodgers with a second left is a, is a troublemaker. Yeah. And to me, Sean McVay has these guys. True. 
Sean McVay. Oh, by the way, John Dorsey drafted Marcus Peters, who's playing on the Rams now. Yeah. Beast. Um, so, so I think Sean McVay has total control of this team, and I think that he knows exactly what makes these guys tick. And I think and I don't know. I don't want to say it's because he's thirty three and because he knows what makes these guys tick. I just think he's he's a once in a generation guy like Bill Belichick. But it just so happens that he got you know luckier than Bill Belichick and got a team earlier than Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean we'll see. But Todd Gurley's never been like a guy of, of egos. I mean you still have dudes True. like Nandano Kinsu, Akib Talib if he comes back, or isn't he out for the year? I don't know. I don't know. I think I he know. might come back. Even uh, Marcus Peters is always. Mm. Yeah, no, there's some shaky guys, but there's yeah. been no fucking problems. That tells you that that locker room. Winning. That tells you, well, they're gonna keep winning because yeah. they they are too talented. But at what point does maybe that get to their heads that we're that? It doesn't matter. We're this good anyways. It ha- it, it it hasn't come because they've had to win close games. True, that they, is true. The Viking get, t- took it to them. The Saints are gonna fucking take it to them. It, That's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be Mussy is Saints run defense versus Todd Gurley. Yeah, like that's mussy. Um, uh, yeah, I think this. It's weird because the Saints, Saints are number the, one. Yes, I was gonna say the Saints are the best run defense, and they are like the second worst pass defense. Yeah, which same. is weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Like it's fucking weird. Hopefully, Cooper comes back this week. Give me some fucking points on fantasy. Um, yeah, you we fucking you lost to me last week. I know, dude. But again, like it, injuries are just. I mean, I'm out of the playoffs. This one, I just don't want to be last place. Yeah, it's 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 close. Like it's I close. did. Like if I win out, I go seven and six. I don't think that makes playoffs. No, no, no. But real I just want to go back to the to the Rams. Um they could have they potentially would they I, I believe they would have lost to the Packers this week. They know. Yeah. They know. And, and any little time for Aaron Rodgers is Cause too much cause, time. Cuz also it's the NFL and even I feel like if the Rams are smart or if, if I'm aware of it, Sean McVay's aware of it. Which is millimeters away and you can lose the game. Yeah. Ty Montgomery took a ball out when he should have knelt down. Yeah. Right? And he fumbled. And then two minutes on the clock with a timeout, Aaron Rodgers is going to fucking score. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Jared Goff will, but I know Aaron Rodgers will. Yeah. And so it, it, it creates, you know, uh, 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 like a, oh, shit, that was a close one, Sean McVay. Fellas, don't forget, we could have lost. Man, give it up to that girl. Here's the game ball. You yeah. know? I th- I, that's what I, I believe that. But you never know. You could lose. Because when you're in something, you, you're not sometimes not as focused. I don't know. It's weird. Do you know what I mean? Like when you no, hear yeah, something. I know, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And then an outsider's perspective would be like, dude, I saw this coming a mile away. You did? Yeah. 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 She never, <laughs> she never I, liked dude, you at it, all. Th- there's, <laughs> there's one fact in the NFL. There's two dudes you don't want to give any time to is Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. with any kind of time left. Yeah. Give them timeouts and it's almost a lock. Yeah. They're going to score something, give, dude. Give fucking Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady zero seconds left and they still might score. I don't know how yeah, they're going to do it. By the way, that musty is going to be fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm with you. I didn't know the, I thought the Rams Saints was next week. But now that I know it's this week, I'm in a, so and then fun. Packers Patriots. Yeah. Oh my God. It's be a good, isn't, see, this is a good week. It was a couple weeks ago. It was just yeah, no good matchup. Oh my God. It was just trash. By the way, I think, um, the Texans with Demarius Thomas. I mean, they lost Fuller, but they gained Thomas. That's not a bad look. I think that's fun. Yeah. They lost Fuller. Fuller again at two out of three seasons ACL. Yeah, that's not, not good. Not looking good. I don't even. Th- I think it was different. The uh, opposite leg this time too. Oh, but let's see. Games that are games that are going to be awful. Oh, Baltimore uh, Pittsburgh is going to be uh, a tough game. That was always. That's always a tough game. Uh, Jets Dolphins. I don't want to see. Oh yeah, Nasi Nasi. Um, not C. Let's that's see. About it, dude. Titans Cow. I don't like anything Cowboys. So Titans Cowboys. 
Oh, that I'm Monday gonna... night game is gonna be awful. Yeah, dude. Titans, Cowboys. I, yeah, it's I probably do, get good ratings. I don't like the Broncos. Me neither. So I don't, I don't like dude, the Texans. AFC West. I'm not gonna be in the AFC West. Uh, so the Texans Broncos game is not gonna be that much fun to me. The Chargers Seahawks game would be fun to me. I think Chiefs and Browns is is gonna be such a blowout. Like it's gonna be over real fast. But we'll see. Who knows? We will see. Um, dude. Did you catch that Laker game tonight or no? I unfortunately did not. I really wanted to get in. I was, no. I wanted to get into this with you because. Talk to me. What did you see? By the way, 14 threes for Clay Thompson the other day. Are you kidding Unreal. me? Unreal. I'll take. I'm telling you, I want that guy. You He's exactly what the Lakers are missing. Yeah, we are. As we a are perimeter defender and a three-point. We are missing shooting. Fucking shooter. Um, I will tell you this. Uh, I'm over Lonzo. I've been over him. I've been saying it. Uh, for a few weeks now, um, and I'm starting to get over uh, Brandon Ingram as well. That's what you said, and I'm curious because Lonzo, I'll tell you my take on Lonzo after you tell me your take on Ingram and we go back and forth with that, but I'm curious as to what, what what's going on with Ingram because there is there is a point in, in, in my Lonzo ball argument where I, I say, you know, he doesn't put a stamp on the game and he's, and he's quiet. And that's okay. something I noticed with Ingram too, but Ingram still gets numbers. Um, okay, I'll give you I'll give you both. Things I like about Ingram is he can score. I still think he's too small. Um, he gets pushed around a lot. I th- it's starting to look though like like Ingram has like a sense it has this mentality where he has has like a sense of entitlement now. Where mm-hmm. like people kind of like, oh, bringing him out to be the next superstar. And I just don't I don't see it. He's awful defensively. Awful. Keep in mind, I'll get into the the Lakers defense, which is atrocious, dude. It's god awful. We might as well, we might as well not even fucking run to the other side and just, <laughs> just like take it out. Um, transition he's, he's, he's terrible. Uh, he's he's terrible on defense. He he looks lost out there, and then offensively, from what I saw, he, he doesn't move the ball very well, and he look he's like he's just starting to try to force too much because he just I'm telling you it almost looks like he's like I'm Brandon Ingram I can get to the rack when I want but you can't you're not LeBron James dude so like there's just something about him that like I like it's early it's early but I don't I will say I do not see foresee Brandon Ingram in the next couple years being a legit superstar so you know I think superstar is a stretch but he's like, he's our number two. No, I know, but I, I, it's unfortunate. But I think Superstar is a stretch now. I kind of agree with that. I think by your third year, you should show some signs of superstardom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think All-Star is a possibility. I think at this point, the best that he could be, maybe he's a Jimmy Butler type. And, no, and I but mean, Jimmy Butler plays defense. No, no, but I don't mean that comp in like 3 and D and, and grind out points. I mean the comp in... That's where his that, status, that, his status that, like is. That's that. as, like, as high as he can get, yeah, reach like a ceiling. Jimmy Butler. His ceiling is that a Jimmy Butler, you're, like you want him to be the, the third best player on your guy with the talent, second best player with the attitude. First best mm, player with we'll the attitude, see. if you could have that attitude. You and I have been out on Monzo. Yeah, I've been out. There, I'll tell you from just from tonight's game, and it's I noticed this a lot. Yes, I get Lonzo can push the floor and he can throw assists like nobody's business and he's got a good mentality. But at the end of the game, what pisses me off with with Lonzo, he has no offensive capability. Like he's not a threat in any way. He's a waste of a body. Yes, he can play some defense and his defense isn't bad. He his team defense is really good. His team defense is pretty good. Um, but other than that, you know LeBron's gonna ma- is gonna handle the ball at the end, and Lonzo becomes 
just a body out there. It, it's to the point where the other team doesn't have to play him on the perimeter because he's not a good shooter. Um, he's not aggressive enough to where they have to. He's not going to drive to the rack consistently enough and be a, so. He's not a threat. So now that allows that defender to sag a little bit, close in, and then it, it just it makes it easier to play defense when they know you're not going to be a threat. To me, as a number two pick, I need something where it's like okay. It's in Lonzo's hands. I feel good about this. I don't feel good about it in any way, shape, or form, especially at the end of the game. This is I agree with what you're saying for the most part about Lonzo. This is what I think we should start doing. I think we need to reframe how we see Lonzo Ball because you said he's the second pick, and we expect more. Sure, but there is second picks in the draft that have been bust. Sam Bowie um, played a couple years. It's it's arguable that he was a bust. You know, he got drafted before Michael Jordan, and it makes sense because Portland had fucking Clyde Drexler and uh, you know John Paxson, so it makes sense not to get Michael Jordan at the time. It it made sense, trust me, it made sense. But the great Bob Knight once said, you know, draft Jordan, play him at center. Like, don't yeah. worry. You know, I think we need to reframe it though. I think, you know, what we need, what we see at Alonzo is a good role player, a good team defender. He's no star. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't like him. I don't like the way he plays late in games. He's not engaged. He said that at the end of one game. I, I, I think the game on Saturday against San Antonio, which was like he wasn't engaged. That's my like I you know uh, uh, the first time we played San Antonio, I had a problem with that. Yeah. You know, I texted you. You know, he's not engaged in the game. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, we were talking about group you know, text. He, yeah. We, we need to stop framing it as like this guy needs to do this. He needs to do that. I think he's a good role player. And we should leave it at that. I think his comp is that of a Sean Livingston. I think at the end of his career, we're going to go, oh, that's the guy you want coming off your bench leading your second team. Mm-hmm. I can see that's that. what I think. But, he, but, but the game's also going in, in, into, into uh, uh, a weird direction. I mean, we're shooting 33% as a team from three. And that's what we we shot thirty four percent from three last season. Could, so we're still you're still this, we're basically in the same position we are from three. But now we have LeBron James. Could you say that maybe Lonzo could end up being like maybe just a slightly more athletic like Ricky Rubio? In the sense that like Ricky Rubio's always had good court vision. Yeah, and he's a good passer. He's never considered a scorer, and he's never really an aggressive guy. He's not aggressive, but he's still more aggressive than Lonzo. Yeah, he's still hey, way dude, more aggressive than Lonzo. I saw Ron- Lonzo maybe go to the rack like four times today. Maybe, maybe he he really is. He's really too passive. For mm-hmm. My thing. By the way, you know we're third in points per game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're still shooting thirty three percent from three. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we were shooting thirty six or thirty eight, we wouldn't be two and five or two, two you know three and three we, and five now. Hold on, I have this. As far as offensively, we are number one points in the paint. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're number one on uh, fast break points. Number one in fast break points. Number one in fast points in the paint. And we're 10th off turnovers because we got to actually get all the steals. But our defense is so bad, dude. Our defense is awful. Uh, We are third against us in points in the paint. Third in points in the paint. Well, who do we got in the paint? Just JaVel McGee. John Williams and JaVel McGee. Yeah, is it Jonathan? Jonathan. It's Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. Yeah. I just um, call him John Williams. I guess yeah, the, sure. the, the I just composer. Call him J- J- Doug. Yeah, we have the composer. You know, the guy that did Star Wars. He's our he's our yeah. backup yeah, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just points in the paint. We are terrible defensive rebounding. Boxing out tonight destroyed us. But what upsets me even more is how much we they rely on. They they switch so much. 
Got to. Like, dude, that's, that's the game was, we're trying to play. There, there, but no, but like, we just don't have the players for it. It like they look like Ingram looks lost when he does it. Um, obviously, Rondo Rondo knows how to do. It. Rondo's a smart dude. So is LeBron. But like, dude, we got dudes like JJ Barea taking it to the rack because they get lost on the switch and he's got open lanes, bro. Alley oops were unreal. We were making look at certain dudes. I was like, what? Like, yeah. it's awful. Like our defense is so bad, bro. Me and Kyle were going at it tonight a little bit about like how ter- like, dude. We had 19 Kyle's point a fucking lead. Lonzo. You, you know, I know you're listening, Kyle. He's a, you're a fucking <laughs> Lonzo sympathizer yeah. and a fucking Team Lake Show sympathizer. I get it. I am too, but like you are right with what, you, with what you're saying. I didn't, yeah, even, I didn't it, even... No, no, it's fine. And it's just like to me, I think that's... Uh, I figured this team would score. I figured this team would get steals because of the, the players that we had. And I figured we'd get blocks because of guys like Javon McGee and LeBron and stuff like that. But defensively they like these dudes look so lost and I know it's one thing to say it's early they got to figure it out but it's another thing like you can tell like I've seen enough basketball in my life I can tell when somebody understands what they're supposed to do and just every now and then has lapses in you know maybe scheming or whatever they're trying to do and there's another time when you just look at dudes that just look lost and they like they a lot of times look dudes look lost I think it's maybe has a lot to do with we don't really have set rotations we don't really know who's coming in still trying to find it we're still trying to find it but there's a lot of veterans. I I I, lo- I love Lance Stevenson by the way tonight. Ooh, he's amazing, dude. He had he had a play where he, he, we had a play tonight where you would have been like, what? The little shake and bake drove did a like a like a half spin like turn one way fade away back the mm-hmm. other way over the fucking backboard. So nice. This dude. is this is all I want to say about um, the defensive thing. Now keep in mind, this is Ingram's third year, and he spent one year in college because he had to. Mm-hmm. Lonzo, same thing. Hart uh, and uh, Hart are arguably our best defender, perimeter-wise. Mm-hmm. Our best besides KCP. Um, he, he spent four years Villanova. at Villanova, and he can play team, and he can play defense. Mm-hmm. Like the, when he plays on De- a Demar Derozan, I was fucking over the moon happy with his defense for a fucking second-year player to play defense like he's playing. So, and and he's you know an older guy. You know he's older than Ingram. Ingram's. 20 who's oh, Ingram just turned 21, right? Yeah. So, Zoe just turned 21. Like these guys are these guys are are young dudes. Yeah. I, so I'm 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 okay with the defense right now cuz Kyle talked about that that backstage Laker thing which was which was like uh you know uh Walton Luke said to um Rondo, to we're Rondo not there yet. Yeah. yeah, we're not there yet. So that to me I'm not I'm not cuz like are you worried about the show? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Um no, just because I have to be realistic. It is early, but it's just like it doesn't look like the defense is getting any better. You know, I've seen I've seen about half the games, and it's the same things over and over, and it's the same people's the same people's. It's gonna be because to it at the end of it, it, but it's gonna be um, because of of the bodies that we have. We don't have. We got Javale and we got Jonathan Williams. Like yeah. we are. Fucked until Wagner comes back or Sviat. Sviat's had Dude, some uh, good moments. Wagner was active tonight. He was mm-hmm. okay. Good. They didn't, he didn't play. Obviously, they're probably going to ease him into it. But uh, he was active tonight. Well, um, I, I looked at. Um, so so I'm not worried yet. I'm gonna start getting worried at the twentieth game mark. If if we don't have nine to eleven wins, if we have seven wins or less by twenty, then I'll be worried, and then I think we're in trouble. Yeah. But we're not getting blown out. Each Dude. game is close. If we made fucking. 
you know, we we could be five and five right now with those two games against San Antonio. We never make free throws. No, dude. And also, get, another thing, Brandon Ingram's only a 70% free throw shooter. Yeah, which LeBron James is a 70% free throw shooter. Like 80, but dude, he missed another. No, LeBron's 70. Really? In career. That's insane to me, dude. He missed he missed one of two. He had two free throws at the end of the game to pretty much seal it, and he missed the first one. So that's why he won 114. What we're getting from but McGee, by the way, is awesome. Amazing. He had like 16 s- points and 15 Six rebounds. blocks, I think, tonight. He had five. It's right there. Oh. They just was, showed the same. Yeah, gross. but you were fucking right, right on. I, yeah. was just, I just saw that it was there. Um,. I was saying the whole time in the fourth quarter, especially when we were blowing the lead, I would have preferred Josh Hart in the game than Lonzo. Yeah. Because Hart will play just as good, if not better, defense, play, and yeah. he can score. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's shooting fucking, I think, 42. What is he shooting? 41. From three? From three. Dude, yeah. And he takes a good amount. He takes five per game. That's a good mm-hmm. amount. That's not bad. Um, yeah, he had a couple... Look at this, 16, 5, and 5. By the way. Six, 16, 15, and 5 from JaVale. That's insane. By the way, Kuzma... Shooting 28. From three? Yeah. Fuck. But here's the thing. Kuzma, last season, was about average. Right? At, he was average from three, which is about 36. Yeah. And he's shooting 28 right now. He's shooting about five a game, six a game. So, you know, he makes one a game. But once he puts that up, I'm talking about if we get three extra, you know, points, we get three extra threes from Kuzma, two extra threes from Kuzma. Yeah. What I do like, I think with Kuz. That can make a difference. That could be that could, one, that could win two games against San Antonio right there. I, I, I yeah, I think um, obviously Kuz is our best pick. I think from last uh, last year, last whatever that was when we got him it was two years ago. Last year, uh, last year, last year. Um, he can score, but there's something about Kuz. He can be like zero for five from three, and at the end of the game, I still feel like he'd make one. You yeah, know, I like mean, I, I have more of a, a, a even though he's twenty eight percent. There's more of a faith in him as a scorer per se. I, you know, yeah, as a score, sure. You know, with Kuzma. And his defense is getting better. I'm at a point with Kuzma where I'm trying to figure out what his ceiling is. Has he reached it? Because athletically, um, it's not near Russell Westbrook or John Wall no. or LeBron. It's, n- it's not near Kawhi. But when you look at guys who aren't crazy athletic in the league that can dominate, I'm trying to figure out who is crazy, who's not crazy athletic in the league and dominates. I think Luca is not crazy athletic and will eventually dominate. Um, Steph's pretty athletic. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, wh- I mean, if you have the right footwork, you can. You don't have to be. It's an old man basket. It's all, you got. You can have old man game. And like uh, a Manu, huh? Like Manu, maybe in his heyday, he wasn't crazy athletic. He wasn't crazy athletic, but he didn't. You know, he wasn't a fucking top. You know, five player. I think, or I mean, I wouldn't even call him a top ten player, even in his prime. Yeah, but I don't think Kuzma ended up being a top ten player. That, but no, but that's that's what I'm saying. I, I, like I what's think, his ceiling? I, I think I'm Kuzma trying to figure that end out up because you're a top ne- twenty five player. Because you never know. Because Jimmy Butler is not crazy athletic, but Jimmy Butler's more athletic than Kuzma. Yeah, you know, Jimmy Butler's not. His handles aren't crazy. You know, can Kuzma be a Butler? Can we have two Butlers? One, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure that out oh, because it, if Kuzma can make other players around him better, then you have. A threat for an all-star. Yeah. But if not, then what you have is a bigger Jamal Crawford. Yeah, I can see that. Um, got it. If Kuzma can get anywhere near what Jimmy Butler is, that's I'll take that all day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but what I do like about what Jimmy Butler has, what Kuzma has, and Lonzo doesn't, and we keep saying this, is this... Mindset. It's the mindset, bro. It's everything, like, dude. It's the Mamba mentality, dude. That yeah. dude's gonna come out here, and like I said, he's he's gonna he'll go over 10 and keep shooting, dude. He's not gonna care. Yeah. He's just gonna. He's as it should be, dude. Honestly, like what was his comment? It says like he's like I, he goes. I believe I'm started in the league. Uh, I hope like yeah. it, he's ba- you know it doesn't so- s- 
hide or, you know, slide away from the fact that, no, he can say the political thing and just be like, well, you know, I, I have faith in the coaching staff. and they could, But no, he's like, no, I, I think I should start. And, mm-hmm. Which I think he's it. I liked our starting lineup tonight. It was nice. It was what good. was the starting lineup? Um, it was McGee, was LeBron, the same as Sunday? Kuzma, Le, Le, uh, yeah, Alonzo, Ingram, Ingram. Yeah, it was the same on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was good. I liked it. I liked where they were going with that. Who shit. did we play on Sunday? Um, we lost to. No, we lost to the Timberwolves on Monday. Jimmy no, Butler Monday? hit that three. So Sunday was Phoenix. No, so we didn't play on Sunday. We played Saturday. So Saturday was Monday. Phoenix. And then, do we play? Do the Lakers play tomorrow? No, we play Friday, and then or it's either Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. We have the, we have we have at Portland, and then at home against Toronto. Okay. Our oh, that's right. We're, yeah, we're playing against Toronto, and mm-hmm. yeah, on Sunday. Um, Steph Curry going for MVP, man. He's going for it. He that is. Team, that team's so fucking good, man. You know they're shooting forty percent. I looked from twenty fifteen on. They've shot at the minimum from three as a team is thirty nine percent. The most is 42, and that was the year they won 73 games, 74 games. Yeah. That's the year that Cavs won. Um, but I, I think, I, I honestly swear to God, I honestly think if they wanted to, they wouldn't win the championship. I don't know if they'd win the championship. They can go undefeated. But they could go, they could go, I think they could, they think they could, but they it would that would, sac- they, would they would have to sacrifice the championship. Yeah. I think they can win 76 games. They legitimately could go undefeated if they wanted to. The way Steph Curry's playing right now, the way Kevin Durant's playing right now, those two combined had uh, 80 points. Jesus Christ, bro. That team's so fucking good. There's no Nobody has a chance in hell. At the, at last, at the end of last season or at, at the beginning of the playoffs, I thought, okay, Boston's going to Boston's gonna be obviously my pick to go to the uh, finals. Boston has a chance with their bodies, with their yeah. lineup, with the depth, with Steven's. I think Boston's like 500 right now, though. Yeah, Boston's not playing good. They're still trying yeah. to figure it out with Hayward and, and Kyrie, um, and Kyrie still, com- you know, they're all they're both coming back from from injuries and shit. Yeah, but that's true. After seeing what the Golden State Warriors are doing right now, in fucking, it's not even November. Like it's, it's over, ladies and gentlemen. Like that's what basketball is. The worst part about basketball is that it's not like baseball. It's not like football. It's not like. Fucking, you know, the World Cup. It's not like any of these sports. We know going in who's going to go to the finals. Yeah, even hockey. Hockey's like that's long, but after the All Star breaks, when you get to think of it. But yeah, in, at least now in this day, like with the way Golden, Golden State's playing, and then usually, like last year, they started pretty slow. Yeah, they did because they, they started were bored. pretty slow. Yeah, they were bored. So just yeah, you're right, dude. They're firing. I'm telling you, dude. they could, they could legitimately with their team because not only are they their starters unreal. By the way, Boogie Cousins is learning. What it's like to be unselfish, when you see, and how much fun it they, these guys having. are having, yeah. And then Boogie Cousins is a part of it, and Boogie Cousins is like, oh, this is what a fucking team looks like. Imagine if Kevin Durant goes, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, you know, like, he dude, comes ev- to the like, show. Everyone in the league's like, oh, it's an early, it's an, it's early right now. Uh, we're still trying to figure everything out. Uh, meanwhile, the Warriors are fucking making remixes of the Fergie National Anthem in the amazing. locker room. It was amazing. I checked it out. It's so good. It's <laughs> like, so dude, good. Like, it's like 30 that, seconds. Like, that tells you where, like, the mindset and, like, the cohesion of that team is at. They put 90 points up in, in the, a half. In a half against the Bulls. And the Bulls suck. <laughs> But, but you know what? They're still team, exactly. Dude. That's my point. I was just about to say they're still a fucking professional basketball team, and they put up ninety 
Michael Jordan used to play in that fucking basketball court. Yeah. Have some goddamn respect, <laughs> Chicago. They did it. You fucking they did it. motherfuckers. Dude, they, dude, they won that game by like 22 points, and it, they, they could have easily put up like 160, 170 points. They pull, every, they pull their starters in the third, third quarter, quarter, which is statistically their best quarter. Yeah. They pull them halfway through the third quarter. What, Clay already had, what, 50 points, I think? Yes. You kidding me? Clay made 14 threes in a game. The record was 13, held by Steph Curry, who did it twice. Yeah. Steph Curry, on 10-plus games, there's like 10 guys um, uh, who've had who've had uh, a night where, where they've shot, you know, 10-plus 10, 10 threes. Yeah. Is uh, Kobe, Ray Allen, a bunch of uh, Dennis Scott, uh, 3D, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Kyle Korver, somebody, one I time. I think I know what's that you're bringing up. I was just going to say this. One time. Thing. Steph Curry, six times. Yeah. If you look at, yeah, like before this like Warriors little dynasty they started playing, yeah, there's only dudes who do it one time over the last like 20 years and just a different array of guys. And these guys have done it every year. They break their own fucking, it's like every year. But it's, what's crazy to me is, yeah, Clay had like 50 points in the third quarter. I honestly think Clay or Steph are the only, maybe even Kevin Durant are the only people still in this day and age. That can break maybe like Kobe's record at eighty one points. It won't happen now. It won't happen. They just they they no, blow teams too much. Mm-hmm. They they blow teams out too much. They'll sub them out. It's, yeah, they blow them out too much. And they don't give a shit about that. Yeah. What's interesting about this team is this: if 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 I'm Kevin Durant, right? If I'm Kevin Durant, there's no way in fucking hell I'm ever leaving. No, right? I'm making Silicon Valley money. I've already <laughs> made. Uh, uh, can we check his total? Like how much he's made over the course of his whole career? I want to say it's like a hundred and fifty so far. Or maybe even a hundred. If if Kevin Durant like it just doesn't make sense to to leave this team. I take a pay cut. If if I could, I take the smallest. I'm not gonna take a mid level, right? Like I'm not gonna fucking do that. But I'll do a one and one or whatever the fuck makes sense to the team to try to try to keep this whole fucking thing going because you have an opportunity to be to be clear and cut the greatest team ever assembled. That's the most selfish team ever assembled. How much has he made? Uh, by the end of this year, he would have career earnings of 187 million. 187 million. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, if he picks up the option next year, it's 218. So how much is a how much is a max deal again? I always forget. It's 20, 20, right? Uh, so 25. Well, Kobe made 25 for two seasons. Mm-hmm. No, it's more than that now because with, like the, with, thir- with the yeah, yeah with it's this, like 30 this. something. Yeah. You tell me, you can't take 25, dude. Yeah. Can't take 25. Can't take twenty five. Let's say it's say say one hundred eighty seven. Let's say taxes. They're gonna take like half. So he still made like ninety million. That's not even counting his endorsements. Not even counting his shit, dude. He's probably got an. I would I would guess Kevin Durant's got a net worth close to mm, like 150, 160 million. Yeah, I think that that's. Let me let me look that up. But yeah, anyways, how, you can go back to your point. There. How much of a difference is one hundred eighty million to two hundred million? I don't know if you could quantify that. <laughs> I mean, you can, right? You can technically. It's twenty extra million. But how how will it how will you see the effects of it in your day-to-day life? Take the pe- fucking pay cut so Boogie Cousins can stay longer if he fucking kills it, and then you can legitimately go 82-0 and 0 and win a championship. Yeah. If they wanted to. I don't, I don't, people don't, I don't know. It's I crazy. watch a lot of basketball. His, his net these worth. These guys are amazing. His net worth is $170 million. I was close. I said like $150, 160 yeah, Um. So, yeah, that's obviously assets, cash, everything else, but $170 million, Like, what the fuck? It's crazy. Like you don't, you know what I mean? It, it just, <sighs> I don't even watch them play. I haven't watched them play since last season. 
Unless they're playing um, the Lakers, or unless they're playing, you yeah. Know, if it's a like big an, team. if it's like a Thursday or like a Sunday night game, and like I have nothing else, yeah, I'll throw it on. But it's one of those where just like, ah, oh, I like I like it's it's like that gift from that grandma that always gives you the same thing. Like oh, I know what I'm getting from the Warriors. Yeah, they're blowing somebody. Yeah, they're blowing somebody out. There's gonna be a shit ton of threes. Socks and underwear. S- Steph Curry's gonna do some shimmies while he's not even looking at his shot go in. Like I know what I'm getting out of that team. Steph Steph is the closest thing we're ever going to see to the greatest point guard of all time not named Magic Johnson. You think so? 100%. Steph is underrated um defensively? Uh, uh defensively, 100% underrated yeah. defensively. Uh underrated going attacking the basket. Oh, dude, he's crazy. He's, he's crazy so crafty good. to be to you know, he's a legit 6263 with shoes on, he's 63 and he legitimately attacks the basket and he's crafty with the ball. And he finishes at the rim at a high level and has a good finish rate. He's 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 already, in my opinion, like a top five point guard all time. Oh yeah, easily. He's easily. he's the greatest shooter we've ever seen. It's not even close. But um, yeah, I, I will agree with you, Brian. I do, and I, I've said this before. I, his handles are what kind of evens the playing field for his lack of size as people give him. Mm-hmm. You know, that that point guard that can go down the down mm-hmm. the court. Uh, and drive to the rack, his handles evens that out. Like everyone's, everyone always said, he just doesn't have size. Doesn't have size. He's too big. He's gonna get pushed around. But he doesn't need the size. He doesn't need it. He's he's, shooting, he's quick. He accelerates quick, and his handles are unreal. Yeah, he's shooting uh, thirty six feet out and yapping, and then you have to come up on him, and then he's gonna beat you off the dribble because mm-hmm. he's quick, and then he can finish at the rim at a high level. So, like he, th- like the only real weakness in his game is his height and. He can he can get beat, but he, that's because of his height. Yeah, his size. You know, I like this dude. Uh, in my opinion, man, I got him maybe fourth all time point guard wise. Damn, he's insane, dude. He's got three rings and he's fucking thirty. He's got two MVPs, and if he averages what he's averaging now, which I believe is about thirty points per game or maybe thirty two points per game, like I'm gonna double check. But for his career, for no, 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 for for this season so far. He oh. can win MVP. He like people are saying the media is saying a lot. You know, he's not going to win MVP. The media likes to say that yeah. all the time uh, because he has Kevin Durant now. But uh, I don't. I don't know, man. He's he's phenomenal. Uh, Thirty-three points per game this year. Fifty-four percent from the field. He shoot. That's right. He's shooting. What's his three? I think he's shooting 52 percent from the three. He's shooting fifty-four from the field. And he probably shoots about eight threes a game, nine threes a game. That's fucking see. insane. I'll look at his. Let me look at his uh, his three point field goal percentage for this year. Fifty one percent. Shooting fifty one percent from that's three. One, that's one of every two threes is going in. He's made more threes than the Lakers have. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But what's what what really trips me out about his shooting? He's shooting fifty one percent, and those aren't like spot up threes. Those are like off the dribbles. Yes. Like he can yep from any anywhere. Place. Anywhere with dudes Anytime. on him at any time, like it's insane. He just. I want. I wish there was a way to probably look it up. How many of those were open looks, and how oh, many of those yeah. were contested? Oh my god! And I to bet him, him, I bet more than half of them. Oh yeah, you see him. He just he just takes it thirty four, and like he'll lull you. He lulls you mm-hmm. because, and not only does he lull you, right? Not only is he the greatest point guard of his generation and the generation before. But he's also on a team with the greatest scorer of all time. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Right? Like, Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer of all time. Kareem is third. Michael Jordan is second. So, 
you, you have to worry about Kevin Durant. And all of a sudden, you have this dude who's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. And then you have quite possibly a top three shooter Shoot of, of all, all time. time on the other team. And then you got the most annoying dude to ever be in the paint who can also kind of play point <laughs> forward. Like, it's... You're the highlights right now. They're, 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 they... Oh, you know who's been so much fun to watch is Kawhi Leonard. You see what he did to Ben Simmons the other day? No, I haven't seen any Toronto Maldon. highlights. Nothing. Hey, dude. Toronto is legit with Kawhi. They haven't lost a game. No, they've lost one. Oh, they lost. They yeah. finally lost one. Yeah. It reminds you what Kawhi, how how much of an impact Kawhi has. Five plus three point field goals in eight of nine games this season. Steph Curry made five plus. Yeah. Uh, Kuzma takes six and makes one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in trouble. Oh my god, dude! But it was nice to see Ben Simmons uh, eat a little humble pie. What? Do you, uh, uh, okay, how did this play go down? Break this down for me. What the Kawhi? Mm-hmm. Kawhi was just all. Oh, do you see that play when Kawhi didn't even see the ball and dove and snatched it? No, I didn't see that. That dude, uh, his his uh, the guy he was guarding. I forget who it was. Cut. And then somebody, I forget, I completely forget the whole play besides there's a, a cut man, Kawhi stays with the cut man, and then dives, no look, grabs the ball, holds on to it. Oh, my God. It's insane. That's fucking crazy. Um, fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I gotta get, I, I haven't seen any Toronto highlights, but. They're killer. They're killing it right now. I don't know. That's because I'm fucking hating on Kawhi. But whatever we, we see them, uh, we see them in a couple of th- in a couple of days. Yeah, Sunday. We'll see them on Sunday. What I, I will say, at least with the Lakers, what I will say is we can score with anybody. We can score. With, I mean, maybe not Golden. Well, uh, even Golden State, maybe. The, the, if they Golden State shot we, like five less three pointers, we could. Yeah. Well, if we play defense like we're playing with, against Golden State, we're gonna get blown out. Yeah. But I, we can, we can, we can score with the best of them. I will say that. So I, I, I think the Toronto matchup might be pretty good. We'll see how that goes. I, I'm really excited for that game. I will say I get why Kawhi doesn't want to be on a LeBron James team when he's as good as he is. Yeah, he wants to be the man. And he, rightly so. Because yeah. there's only a couple players that I see that are on Kawhi's level. There's only like four. Two of them are on Golden State. Yeah, I was to say two of them are on Golden State, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And the third one is potentially like mm, like three or four dudes behind him. Yeah, fuck. Unreal. Uh, but yeah, fuck, dude. Good ass episode, bro. Fucking loved it, dude. The talent. Just us. The Just talent us. was here yeah, today. Yeah, if you guys didn't notice, you didn't hear any Kyle rants or nothing. Jago and Kyle both missing. Yeah, they both went trick or treating. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Kyle went by himself. Uh, yeah, good got shit, arrested. dude. He got arrested. Oh my god, dude! I did see a funny ass video with uh, of like a guy with like a little. Uh, it's like a, the video opens and it's just like a little. Looks like a little kid standing like a Spider Man with his bag open in front of the door. This old man walks out, puts candy in it, and he's like, looks like he's like talking to the little kid, and like there's no response. The kid's just sitting there with his hands out, and like the dad's behind him, and I don't know where the dad picks him up and walks away, and turns out it's a little. It's like a little mannequin that he's just leaving, so his dad oh wants the candy, dude. Huh. It's a little mannequin. It was fucking. I was like, oh my god, that's fucking. That's classic. It was fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, good shit. Any last little thoughts? We gotta wrap uh, this up. Rip Willie McCovey. Rip Stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, giant great. Go Lakers. And that's uh, oh, and uh, fifty-five days till Christmas. Is that the exact? That's the exact. On on well, tomorrow it'll be fifty-four days. So mm. got we'll that see. to look forward to. Um. Yeah, fuck. Go Lakers, dude. See how it goes. Uh, yeah, as always, please subscribe. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, leave a review. And uh, please rate five stars. Let us know how we're doing. I swear to God. 
uh, we do respond to this stuff. I, I know I say it every week, but we really do. Uh, we appreciate everybody that listens, new listeners, old listeners. Thank you. Going, please. But yeah, Shane Falco. Go Lakers. Out.